0: Welcome to the Life After Life Podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, my friends, and welcome back. Ooh, I'm so excited to talk with you about this topic. You know, I just share with you what is shared with me. Whether it's from my angels or guides through sessions with other people's angels or guides from loved ones that have crossed over. And what I love about this whole thing is I'm walking my journey right along beside you. And I'm so grateful to be able to share with you what I learned. So sometimes like today, we get to go back and revisit earlier information, but dig a little deeper and fine-tune what we already know. Remember when the goddesses showed up and shared how we are now supposed to be creating our reality or co-creating? And we do that by setting intentions rather than setting goals, and we are to command the universe. And I am first to say that I have a little trouble with commanding the universe. So luckily, they did agree that just setting very, strong and firm intentions suffices. (laughs) So that's kind of my way to work with them without feeling so haughty. And then wouldn't you know it, the same thing comes up when I'm working with people and having sessions. You know, we as humans often feel that we are not worthy of the greatness that we really want or that we just aren't enough or maybe we're just too much. We're not deserving Where does all that come from? Why do so many of us have those feelings of being insufficient? Well, of course, our subconscious plays into that hugely from our childhood. Even when our parents lovingly reprimand, sometimes the way we take it isn't the way they meant it, and we end up with stuff. And as adults, we climb the corporate ladder so we have superiors, bosses, people over us, people that know more than us. And they aren't always so kind and nurturing and helping us gain our own knowledge and climb that ladder. So we can start feeling inferior there. And then if you're in the military, well, the ranks are very, very important and very clear. And religion also tells us that there is a hierarchy Some religions tells us that some people are closer to God and we need to communicate with our God through these people rather than having direct lines of communication ourselves. But is there truly a hierarchy? Take the social standards out. Take the corporate world out. Take our military out. Is anybody truly any better than anybody else? Let's take a trip back in time. Whether you look at the beginning from the Big Bang or from creation, whatever your perspective is, and I'm going to suggest, does it have to be either or? Can it not be both, both and, like most of the things in the universe? Well, everything is created from God or whatever your name is for God, right? There was nothing except this infinite intelligence. And then the infinite intelligence wanted to experience itself and created the other aspects, whether it was through the Big Bang or by creating them intentionally one at a time. However, all of the stuff that created the stars, the planets, all of us, the living things, the living animals, the plants, everything on this planet and every other planet, was created by and from the God stuff, whatever word you want to use for that matter. So would you look up at the stars and say, well, that star is more important than the other star, and this planet is certainly more evolved than that planet and therefore is better. Would we put a hierarchy on all of that? Do we put a hierarchy on the plants and the trees and the animal kingdom? Well, of course not. And when we look at it that way, okay, maybe it seems a little bit absurd. All right, I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb here. Let's now extrapolate that to our soul team, our angels, our guides, our loved ones here and on the other side, and all the extraterrestrials and all the disincarnate beings that are still energy and are still love. I want to take a moment to get really clear about frequency. All right. We do all have different frequencies. Angels have very different frequencies than extraterrestrials and different frequencies from our spirit guides and us. Just like when we're talking about a musical scale here on earth, if you're playing an instrument and you hit one note versus another note, they have different frequencies. Does that mean that one is better than the other? They're just different. We still create them the same way. I'm suggesting for a thought that did God create us with different frequencies, but that doesn't make one better than the other. Just different. We're on different paths. We're in different levels of evolution, but we're all evolving and we are all made of God stuff. We can identify in our families, in our jobs, in our professional ranking or military ranking or wherever we are in life as having a hierarchy. But could we agree that that does not define who we are as humans on a daily basis? That would be awesome. Okay. I kind of need to lay that groundwork so that we are agreeing that we all have the ability to love and we've come from love. We are all facing our own, own challenges and our own successes and we're walking our paths would it make sense that the creator would deem some of us worthy of, of co-creating our realities and saying to others oh no you're just not there yet sorry kid maybe next time I don't think so and that's certainly not the message that I get from the goddesses we are here as powerful co-creators that's what we're supposed to do If you have trouble buying into that, that's fine. I'm not trying to convince anybody, but I'm offering you the opportunity to maybe try it out. And what I've learned is to try it out with something that you're not really attached to because being neutral is really, really important in this process. Well, so one day I was feeling into, I was co-creating the next greatness that I want in my life. And I'm just relaxed. Okay, here's the little process, right? Do a little very quick white light clearing. You want to raise your vibration, clear ground, get high energy. Creating is a high energy task. So think of gratitude. Think of love. Laugh, belly laugh. Anything to get yourself up there. All right, so that's where I was. Feeling into this. Yes, this is how I want to feel. And here's the visual I got goddesses standing there kind of looking with their lips pursed and shaking their head no. And I'm like, "What? what do you mean no? I'm feeling what I want to create. That's what you told me to do. No. So what they were sharing with me is you're not clear. You need to spend time getting clear about what you want. Choose your words carefully and wisely. Well, I thought, okay, I know this, and here's an example. If I want to create a new job, I'm going to think about what do I want my new job to feel like? And I would be careful and not say, oh, I want a stress-free job. Because if I say that, the emphasis is still on stress. I don't want to create more stress. So what I would say is I want to create a job that I love going to every day. I feel respected professionally, liked as an individual. I can be creative. I can have autonomy. Anything that I want specifically is what I'm going to feel into, which is not stressful, right? So I'm, I'm going to take out any of the negative connotations and focus specifically on the positive. All right, I get that. And that's what I thought I was doing. So why are you shaking your head no? And what they told me is spend more time, get more precise with your words. Okay, wait, what? And I said, why do I need to be so particular about my words? Because the reality is you don't have ears. You're not hearing my words. You're hearing my intention. You're feeling my intention. And for crying out loud, you know my heart. So why do I have to be ultra, ultra careful with my words and get really tedious with this when isn't it all about the feeling anyway? And what's in my heart? Well, this always happens. (laughs) If you want to win an argument, don't take one on with your soul team. They're going to win every time. What they said is you're right. It's not for us. It's for you because every single word has its own vibration. Let's check it out. Think happy, say the word happy. And how does that feel in your core? All right, now think bliss. And how does bliss feel in your core? Feel the difference? They're both great words. I wanna feel happy, I wanna feel blissful. Hey, you're gonna win either way. But would you rather feel happy or blissful? Um, I choose blissful. Thanks. And they totally called me out. I was being spiritually lazy. I was just showing up going, oh, yes, I'm going to feel really good. I'm going to have great feelings. And I just focused on great feelings. And I'm like, okay, send that to me. But I wasn't being specific that I was willing to settle for happy rather than blissful by default. And I'm so grateful they pointed that out. And then that leads me to the next part of this exercise or my practice that has shown up for me. My mind trying to step in and control. Well, I've shared with you that that's not new. And I know that many of you share that same problem. So this is my new strategy. And I openly admit that I can be um, a little maybe animated and kind of a goofball, but you know what, it works. Because sometimes I think exaggerating something just really brings our attention to it all the more. Okay. So here's what I'm doing. I'm relaxed. I'm centered. I've gone into this in high energy and I'm feeling what I want to create. I'm feeling specifically the vibrations that I want to create. You might say the words out loud or in your mind or just feel what they are like. No matter what, your mind, okay, my mind, shows up and tries to micromanage. And I know I've talked about this before, but I have a new strategy to keep my mind at bay. So when I'm feeling into it, my mind shows up and then starts doing that. Oh, oh yeah, if you want to feel that way, well, then you have to change this and this. Oh yeah, and you better change that too. And then this is going to happen. And then, you know, oh, starts laying it all out for me. What I'm doing, in effect, when I allow my mind to do that, is a shift. I go from universe. I'm creating with you all of this wonderful stuff, all my feelings, and I completely trust you to bring it to me. I realize I have human vision, and that is limited, and that you have infinite possibilities. So I'm going to trust you to bring what is in my highest and best good. And I know there are infinite possibilities, but then my mind shows up and takes all of those infinite possibilities, starts narrowing them down by saying, I have to change. And then this is going to change. So in effect, I'm saying, yes, universe, I'm creating all of this great stuff, but here, make it fit into this little box and then give it to me, would you? Because, you know, apparently your infinite possibilities aren't good enough for my conscious mind. Well, I don't want to limit the universe. So when my mind shows up, I treat it like it's a completely different person, separate from me, and it always shows up on my right-hand side, and I'll feel into what I'm creating, and my mind shows up, and I turn my head really quickly to look at my mind, with a very disapproving look, I might add, and I say out loud, oh, you're here, party's over, thanks for your opinion, and I stop. I am finished creating because I am not going to let my mind control or limit my goodness coming from the universe. And I just stop, go on about whatever I'm going to do. And then later it'll cross my mind again to feel into it. And by the way, the more times every day that you can take a few minutes and feel into your creation, the faster it comes to you. So when it comes to my mind again, I'll do the process all over, right down to when my mind shows up, I stop, look at it. Oh, you're here. Thanks for your opinion. Party's over and I'm done. And I will say, (laughs) when I started this process, y'all seriously, I might have only been able to go sometimes five seconds before my mind showed up. But what I have found is as I'm pushing it aside, I'm also retraining it to stay out of my way. You don't get to control this. And now the time between my creating and my mind showing up is expanding and expanding. And I might get anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes in. That's pretty dang good. And when you can do that quality creating, it doesn't even have to take 30 minutes. It can be only a few minutes And then a few minutes again later, and that's when the magic happens and all that greatness really comes to you. So when you start creating, remember that you are worthy. You are enough. You are deserving. In fact, you came from the God stuff. God is love. Therefore, you are love and you are creating from that space of love as well. And there is no private highest and best good. You're creating for your highest and best as well as everybody you encounter. So get clear about your words, feel into those and just let the goodness flow. I am amazed, amazed at how fast this stuff works. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you so much. If you have not yet joined our Facebook group, we would love to have you in there. It's an amazing group of people I will say that there are two questions that I ask that you answer because that just proves to me that you're legit, you're not a robot, and then I'm happy to let you in. And then also, if you're interested in a one hour, a one and a half hour, or a two hour session, I love meeting y'all. We meet on Zoom and the session is recorded so you can go back and review it at any time. You can reach me via email at Majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. And I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Namaste.